So normally I would, you know, be my vibe myself that I normally am when I start my podcast. But y'all, today just a different kind of day. And I just want to get up here. I don't know if y'all can hear the fan running in the background or what. But I just want to get up here. And I want to talk about my grandma. Who I love very, very much. And... You know, I just really want to talk about hearts right now and today because y'all, my grandma has been sick over the last course of a few months and this has been a journey for everybody. And I think for me, it was a journey because I haven't really lost anyone close to me, like close to me where I feel like I'm impacted like where my life alters you know since my best friend died and that was years ago like fresh coming out of high school so about 2012 ish 2011 maybe 2012 and um so this is really like my first big loss for me and y'all i am just so thankful that i'm saved because the level of peace that I have, knowing that my grandma has gone to heaven, is just one that I did not think exists. And I'm just so thankful for that because, y'all, I don't know where I would be. And I don't know where this death is going to take some of my family members because it's just that heavy, you know. But I just want to talk a little bit about my girl. Because if y'all know, that's my favorite girl in the whole world. Like, y'all, we do everything together. Like, I call her all the time. She calls me all the time. <laughs> and we sit on that phone for hours. Talking about nothing. Nothing. And then I go, you know, I take my kids. Or I go by myself. And, y'all, we have a good time. Like, last year, when I had... It was around her birthday. Well, y'all know last year I was really depressed from January to June. And um, I don't know. When I had just stopped dealing with that little toxic situation, that little situation ship that I had going on in March, I was just like, um, you know, my grandma has just been my favorite girl forever. Like always. That's, my, that's just my girl. But I knew I was depressed, but I was just like, if I ain't going to be nowhere, I'm going to be with my grandma. And no cap, y'all. Like, me and my grandma had the best freaking summer last year, y'all. Like, I would eat with my grandma every Sunday that my kids was gone for months at a time. Um, I would either cook the food there for her or I would bring it already cooked. Or, like, I would get maybe, like, a rotisserie chicken or something like that. And I would eat lunch with her. So, if it wasn't breakfast, it was lunch. And, y'all, we did the most eating. We did the most talking, the laughing, and all of that, right? The most. And it was such an amazing time. And um, for her birthday, I was just like, I don't know. I just really felt like she wasn't going to make it around the sun to see it again. And I'm so glad that even though I wasn't saved at the time, was I saved at that time? 
Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I have to go back and see. But, um, y'all, we, I was just like, I just really felt like she wasn't going to be here for another year for her birthday. So I was like, we got to take my grandma out. Like, we got to take my grandma out. We got to make her birthday nice. Like, she's not having a birthday party, but she needs to, you know, she need to get out and she needs to be appreciated. And she needs to be shown that. And y'all, no cap. I was like, let's go to Ruth Chris. So I called my dad and I was like, dad, grandma needs to be wine and dine. And we need to go out to eat for her birthday. And I was like, I want to take her to Ruth Chris because I wanted to be something nice. You know, I want her to have a good time. And yes, I was saved at this time. So it was nothing but the Holy Spirit telling me that she was not going to be around any, like around the sun, her next go birthday, her birthday. So y'all for real, I was like, I told my dad, I called my dad, I called my sister and I was like, I called my brother. Well, I texted my brother. And I was like, we got to go out to eat for grandma's birthday. Like, she is deserving of that. She's, you know, like, she needs to be winding down. So I called her and I was like, girl, we got major plans for you, yo. We going out to eat for your birthday on my daddy's expense. And you're going to dress nice and we're going to go out. And that, if you know my grandma, my grandma wasn't, like, she had bad knees in the end. Like, in the last few years because... She did a lot of standing when she was older. I mean, when she was younger and stuff, like, working in plants and stuff like that. But anyway. So, I was like, you're going to dress up and you're going to go. And, girl, we going out. And I was like, we're going to drink some Patron. She ain't drinking Patron, though, y'all. I drink the Patron. <laughs> but I was like, we going out. Like, you deserve to go out. So, y'all, no cap, we got dressed on her birthday, and we didn't really go to Roof Chris because it was mad far, and we didn't, and it was mad expensive, and, you know, it's on my daddy's expense, so, you know, if, if we go somewhere a little cheaper, I might be able to get a little bit of gas money out of the way for him, you know, or get a little gas money for him for the, from him for the week. So, we went to Bonefish and Grill, y'all. We had the time of our life. Me and my grandma just so happened to match. Like, it was not planned. It was not picked out that she was going to wear this and she was going to wear that. Like, as far as me knowing, and y'all, we was twins. And y'all, we had the best time of our life. The best time of our life. Our life. Like, it was me, her, and Monty in the car. And y'all, we had the best time. Like, so good. And so, my father's birthday was at the beginning of that month. And y'all, I had a blast at that party. My grandma don't never like to stay out late like that. But y'all, she was so happy to just be around my dad's party and just be around to be around to see people give my father his flowers. Like, y'all, we had a good time. Y'all, I was dancing on my grandma and my grandma was like, girl, cut that out and get that off of me. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, my grandma is just, that's my favorite girl in the world. And I remember one day she had called me and I was out to eat because I was about to go to a little birthday party and she called me because she wasn't feeling good. And, um, she was just like, um, I thought you was going to come and be my nurse today. And I was like, well, I didn't know you want me to be your nurse today. So anyway, y'all, me and my grandma really, 
really, really just, that's my girl, like, that's my girl, I'm her girl, like, y'all, we have a good time, we laugh, we, man, we talk about the wildest stuff, but anyway, y'all had told her that I had got saved, and girl, y'all, she about fell out that chair, she was being so dramatic, it, she was talking in a little bit of tongues, I was like, okay, now, now you're trying to be funny. And she was like, I'm just so happy. So she was so happy that I had gotten saved. And um, she had told me that if she was able to, you know, maneuver and walk properly, she would have came to my baptism. She was just so happy, you know, like, oh, sleepy. I can't really get much sleep last night. But she was just so happy for me, yo. And, you know, like. I don't know, like, we just had an amazing bond and such an amazing relationship, and as time went on, you know, well, in August, I started school. I went back to school, so I had been really been free like that to come and take care of 24-7 like I would like, you know, like, in my heart, I would want to take care of my grandma in any, in any situation and under any circumstance. Because that's my girl, period. So, y'all, I wasn't able to do so because I wasn't just able to up and jump and go because I was in school and I'm in school full time. And, you know, like at first, it was just something that I just really felt like I was being neglected of. Like, but I, I had to remind myself, like, I, I'm I'm available for her every day, like, on a regular day. Like, right now, I just was in, right now, I'm just in a season of isolation where God is just shedding me of things in my life. And, you know, like, because, but here is holy, if that makes sense. Like, I'm trying to go somewhere, but in order to get there, God has to do what he has to do for me right here. And... That's why I don't look at um, my grandma's death as a burden or like as something sorrow because that lady was around for 28 years of my life. I'm 28 and she was around for 28 years of my life. She was around for 50 years for my father. She was around, you know, 18 years for my sister and 30 years for my brother. And I'm just so thankful for the 28 years, yo. Like, so thankful for them. I'm so happy that we got our laughs, we got our love, we got our uh, opportunities and experiences together. It's just been an amazing journey with my grandma. And I just feel like right now God just has me in an isolation season. He's just allowing me because he knows I suffer with thing, the thing of being alone. Like, it's so hard for me to be alone. And... That's going to be another podcast, but it's just so hard for me to be alone because I just felt like I've been alone like all my life, you know, just being bounced around house to house, you know, um, loving people for a longer duration than what I needed to because it was because I was just not really paying attention to the signs. And if you don't pay attention to the signs, like I always say, you'll miss them. So I feel like God has me in an isolation season right now where he is allowing me to have discernment and be by myself. He's shedding me of things that no longer serve me. He's allowing me to, you know, build character in the midst of what 
I am facing right now because my there does not look like my here, but here is holy. So I need to embrace here so that I can get there. So right now I'm just in my isolation season where I don't really have many friends and the friends that I do have, I'm still trying to figure out what it is that God is trying to tell me about them because, you know, it's just, I'm like, why am I in this season where I don't see nobody around? Who I thought I would see around, you know, so he just shedded me of things and I am just, you know, at first I kind of was just like, why am I going through this in my season of isolation? But y'all, God is allowing me to be isolated and to allow me to be in this season while this is occurring because he is trying to build my character. And y'all, I keep telling myself that I look at being alone struggling with being alone as a weakness when in reality it's a it's a strength and that's what god is trying to show me because he is allowing me to see that when you have weakness that you confide in you make you make decisions that is that are not aligned with your purpose so if God is trying to teach me that isolation is not a bad thing. It is a good thing so that you can decipher who and what is supposed to be in your life and who and what you're supposed to be taking up your time with and when and where you're supposed to be at. You know what I'm saying? If we focus on it being a weakness, it's going to make us weak. We're going to start doing things that temporarily make us feel good. And then, you know, then you pregnant again with a baby outside of well, like well locked by a boy you don't even like. You know what I'm saying? Like... We will make careless decisions when we just act on our on our weakness. So God is trying to teach me that my weakness is not really a weakness. It's really a strength that he is trying to show me because when you have that ability to be alone, you have that ability to like um, discern what's in your space, who in your space and what it is you got going on because if you sit here doing things that temporarily make you feel good you're gonna be exposed to other things like those things come with other things like you'll be doing things it might start off as something small but then you'll start doing things that you might not even ever was gonna ever do like you'd be like oh yeah i would have never done that i would never do that but then you might be doing it you know what i'm saying because that's what comes with that lifestyle so i feel right now he has me isolated and you know, I was like, dang, why am I going through this during my isolation period? As if me being stripped of almost all my friends and not really having the support like I really feel like I should, that I'm deserving of, I got to go through the moment of losing my grandma. But I know that I cannot be selfish. My grandma gave me 28 amazing years, yo. And like I said, she gave my father 50, my sister 18, and my brother 30. And some more siblings that I got, but those are the ones I'm just talking about. And... I am so thankful for that because y'all, that lady poured into me for 28 years and I found favor on my life for 28 years because somebody else probably was, my grandma was praying for me, you know, in times where I was not saved and because of God's grace and because of my grandma's faithfulness, I was able to find favor through her. You know what I'm saying? So I don't look at it as a bad thing. I mean, I, of course I have my, my sadness and my sorrow. Um, that I am experiencing, but I just know that I'm going to see my grandma again. And she knew that she was going to see me because I told her I got saved and y'all, she was so happy. Like I said, she was speaking in tongues and I was like, okay. 
and she knows getting baptized. So anyway, you know, I just know that I find peace in my grandma passing away because I know I'm gonna see her again. We gonna meet again, sure, and let 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 God know that we turn it up when we get there. And um, I just know I'm gonna miss her so much because I already miss her so much, but. I'm just in this isolation period where I have to look for God to figure out my problems and not suppress my problems with things that temporary, temporary make me feel good. So I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, go and have sex and maybe allow that to make me feel good because you know, when you, when y'all do that and when we do that, it just, um, it just takes us down different paths. It might not be a thing for you or it's good or whatever the case may be as far as the encounterment. But, y'all, some some years ago and some months ago, I probably would have. If I would have experienced this unsaved, I would have chose to deal with it probably through sex because who going to hold me at night? Who going to care for me at night? Who's going to hold me when I cry? Who's going to hear me vent about how I feel? Nobody but God. Just like God has the same with my friends. Right now, I don't really have a lot of friends. And the friends that I do got, you got to kind of tell them everything. Kind of kind of go coach them on what to be and how to be. And, you know, that's exhausting for me. So, you know, God is, is shedding me of things that can't go with me in the next season. And God needed me to understand that it wasn't to cause me pain it's just it's just you know for one my grandma's time to go but for two it's just I want you to get the principle and not focus on you know what is going on focus on the principle of what I'm trying to say y'all I told my grandma a few months ago what I was doing and that I had found my purpose and y'all when I saw her she was so happy for me. She was just so in agreement to what I was saying. She was just so supportive, and it's just been amazing. She's she was so so excited about it, and that's how I just know that's nothing but God because God go God go show up out show up out here for you, and so you know he reminded me and he let me know that what I'm currently doing that I um. What I am currently doing and on the path of doing is a part of my purpose for his for for my life. It's part of my purpose for my life. And hold on, y'all. Y'all, I told y'all to hold on and I went to bed. <laughs> I had to start the podcast like <clears throat> mid-podcast and go to bed because I had been up all night with my grandma just from all night, like all night and I didn't crash until right after that. So that was about three o'clock. And y'all, I was so tired. I am still so tired. But I just want to go back and talk about what I was talking about. But my grandma was just so happy about my purpose and it's so happy that I just found what it is I needed to find. And I know right now I'm in my isolation stage where God is telling me that the only thing. The only thing I can seek whenever I'm in hardship or, or whatever I am in, whatever season I am in, he has all the answers for me. And um, 
I know I was yelling in that podcast, y'all. I was really trying to be transparent about grieving because I hadn't lost nobody this close to me in years. And people don't really talk about grieving. They kind of just bottle it up inside and just go through with it. So I just really wanted to have a transparent moment. You know, it was a few hours fresh or whatever, but... um. I'm just in that isolation stage right now where God is just teaching me that even when life is hard or even whatever you're going through, and even if it's good, if it's bad, if it's a happy season, a sad season, a reaping season, a harvest season, a sowing season, whatever, the only person that I'm going to be able to truly and fully count on is God for answers and for guidance. And... I don't want to do things that temporarily make me feel good. So God is allowing me to just process my emotions. And I always tell people that I always just process process my feelings, not get in my feelings. Because once you get in your feelings, you get in your head. So the level of peace I feel for my grandma passing is remarkable. Like I've never felt that even losing friends or whatever. Um, I've never just felt that kind of peace. And I didn't really think that I would be this peaceful because that lady was literally my everything. And all of her grandkids kind of just had their own relationship with her. And we all did. We all got to her through different ways. She all she got to us all through other different kind of ways. You know, that's just called relationships. You know, nobody is going to. Everybody got their own relationship and you got your own you know, thing going on. And y'all, that's just was my heart. And the level of peace I feel is just so amazing. And that's how I know God is real. And I'm just so happy that I got to experience that side with my grandma, yo. Like, for real, on January the 1st, we watched, it was not this year, it was January 1st last year, we watched church together. And we just sat, we sat, we ate, and we watched church. And the other day, the other week, before she had stopped talking or whatever, I told her I was doing a Daniel fast. And she was like, mm, I know you hungry. And I was just like, I am hungry. I am starving. And she was like, yeah, she, she was like, yeah, that fast is kind of like rough. She was like, you can't eat nothing on that. And I was like, yeah, you can't eat nothing. But, you know, just to be able to show my grandma that, you know, I am progressing to be what you know God has for me and who God created me to be and to just be able to connect to her connect with her on that on that kind kind of level was just life-changing just amazing and the level of peace I feel is just so so good and that's why I want to get up here and talk about grieving like well not even just grieving but talk about my grandma and my current state of mind because we have to be able to allow people to be this sort of vulnerable. We we think that people are just going to tell us everything and they're not. And not everybody is in the moment where I'm at. You know, not everybody is ready to laugh at the memories that they share with her or able to process things maybe, you know, as quickly as I did. I'm just so thankful for my relationship with her, our bond, like, I literally been my grandma's nurse all weekend and I found a note that I wrote back in, let me see, let me see where is that, a note I wrote for her 
back in November when she got sick and you know it was just very rough for me because I'm in school right now and I cannot miss school and I was explaining that to her because you know when she go to the hospital if I majority of the time she going to the hospital where I got some dope nurses that I can pull from my head to call and like hey you know because COVID restrictions is on so she can have one visitor you know and I was just offering it to somebody else before I take it so you know I was just like hey you know my grandma's there please make sure she's taken care of like you know just look out for her and those girls did so good. Like, my grandma came home talking about the care she had. Like, those girls took so good care of me. They told me my granddaughter sent them in there and that they were going to watch after me, y'all. And it wasn't even for no brownie points. It was just to let her know, like, the same way you look out for me, girl, I'm going to look out for you. And that's on period. And so when she was sick and she was just going through her, her transition, um, just the, you know, the transition just been, it just seems like it's just being kind of so long. And, um, I'm just thankful that it feels long though, because some people, it seems so rushed. Like it was kind of like a bliss for them. And it wasn't for me. It was really like very detailed. And I'm a person who pays attention to detail. And I'm so thankful for that because if you do not pay attention to the signs, you will miss them. And so, I'm in school and she just, and then I got the kids and it was just, it's just challenging when, you know, I didn't have really have a sitter like that. And I was in school and I was exhausted and she's in the hospital on the other side of the town. Um, and I just explained to her, I was like, you know, like I really, really, it really is killing me that I can't be there for you. Like, but, and I just was just beating myself up a little bit sometimes, but then God kind of reminded me, like, there's going to be times, Samantha, where you want to be where you want to be, but I'm not going to be able to allow you to go there because I have other things that I need you to focus on. And it's not saying that he couldn't have me focus on my grandma because I was, but he was just telling me, Samantha, you can't always be everywhere you want to be, like... I know you want to be there and I'm not trying to take that away from you. But right now I need you to be here. And I knew I gave my grandma my, her flowers. I knew how much last year we went so hard, yo, because I was so depressed. And I was like, I really don't got the answers right now, but I'm going to just be around my grandma, bro. Like, I'm going to be around my grandma because I just, I, I just know that's my happy place. And then no cap, like when I got saved in July, the Holy Spirit told me she wasn't going to make it around the sun again. And man, we had a blast. We, we, we lived life in the smallest ways. Like it, it was just amazing. And God was just teaching me like right now you are in a place where I'm trying to take you where you, where you're asked, where you've asked me to go because y'all remember I prayed for purpose. And so being just being able to share those moments with my grandma as far as what I was doing and how I was doing it and the level of support she offered and the love and the encouraging words she gave me is just so fulfilling. And so I wasn't able to be as present when she was in the hospital because I had to go to school. But when she was home and stuff, like it was really just it was really just 
I was just able to get what I needed to get in order to make me feel like, you know, we, we, like, I was her girl and I hadn't let her down. And I wrote her a letter, no cap, on November the 27th. It was a Saturday and it was at 4.32. I put her a note and I said, for, because I put um, the things that I was praying for on my crazy faith card and it was due in December. I think the faith, crazy faith offering was like maybe December the 8th or something like that. So on Saturday, November 27th at 4.32, I put to my beautiful grandma, Rita, who I love so dearly, this is for you. And it is hard watching you transition from a distance and not being able to be there. But my heart is there. You are my girl and we're so tight like that. Grandma, you are so loved and you are so amazing in so many ways and at so many things. I admire you so much and thank you for letting me give you a massage. Our laughs and talks keep me going. Keep being strong, my girl. I love you so much. Y'all and... Today I just got that out and I just read it because y'all this whole weekend, last week... I just was going to go visit at the school, going to make sure I saw her, give her hugs and kisses and stuff. And on Monday, I went with her to the hospital because she wasn't really doing good. And my father really couldn't handle it. And I was just like, y'all, nursing has just really taught me so much. And I was just so thankful for the things that I learned through nursing and the strength that God allowed me to be able to take on through nursing, by witnessing it through other people and making those phone calls and being on that side of the phone, telling the bad news. And y'all, I was on the other side of that phone this week. And, you know, it just it just reminded me of of nursing and how many times I had to call people in the middle of the night to let them know that their loved one didn't make it. And the screams that I heard, sometimes they replay in your head because the screams are just, it's just that kind of scream. But... I was with her at the hospital on Monday and she was doing a little talking and I had um, recorded a video of me and her in my phone just so I could hear her voice when, you know, time went, came and I just asked her, if you love, do you love me? And she was like, yeah. And she was smiling and I just sat there with her because my dad wasn't really strong enough to go because he knew, you know, the end days was coming. And I sat there and I laid with her in the hospital bed for a few hours while we were there. And um, just being what she needed me to be at that moment, because a few months ago she had called me and was like, oh, are you? I thought you was, I ain't feeling good. I thought you was going to come and be my nurse today. Like I said, I was out eating with some friends and I was like, I, and I couldn't be there, yo. And it bothered me so bad because my grandma called me and she called a nurse, like her granddaughter that's a nurse. Every time, y'all know Cap, every time she encountered a nurse, she's like, yeah, my granddaughter's a nurse. And then when I walk in, she was like, yeah, that's the crazy one. She's the crazy one. Like, my grandma knew it was up about her, yo. Like, for real, don't come here. I don't know funny stuff with my grandma because I'm not finna let that slide. Like, nah. So... Um, we was just at the hospital and we was cuddling and we was just able to have those moments and I was able to be her nurse, like as far as being there to comfort her. And I was just being whatever she needed me to be because I didn't want her to be by herself. And, you know, when I went and checked in the hospital, they was like, you know, if you check in, you're the only guest that'll be able to come today. And I was like, at first I kind of was like, so I really want to offer it to somebody else because, you know, that's just me. Like, I'm not 
selfish like that. Like, I didn't want to neg neglect anyone else, you know, at that time. But in that moment, I just felt like I was just like, no, like, this is your moment. You've been asking to be available for your grandma. Go, like, go and go, go and be what you want to be because this is the time, y'all. So I went on Monday and y'all, no cap, like, it was perfectly time. I was literally coming through Lillington, about to pass the hospital. My sister called me and told me my grandma had to go to the hospital. And I was like, yo, I'm going. Like, she was like, dad, I can't go. And I was like, even better. Like, I'm going. Like, and I pulled up and I went in there, y'all. And we was together. And, you know, I was just advocating for her and just like, you know, just honoring who she was as a person. Like, you know, just, you know, just showing them that this is not just some patient, you know, like, I know, and sometimes, you know, y'all, I don't ever, never really even tell people that I'm a nurse, because I want to see if, if that's your character, I want to see how your character is, without you knowing what I know, because we know the same things, but I just want to see how you really going to act, because I don't have to tell you, you don't have to, I don't have to say that I'm anything for my grandma to get good care, which she got great care, but I'm just saying, like, you know, so I don't ever really tell people that, but the moment, you know, in the black in the black culture, and I see it all the time that, you know, they just don't think that we smart like that. And so the moment we start, you know, dumbfounding things or it's kind of like a brush off because, you know, I kind of had to get on the daughter like, whoa, shorty, relax. You know, like I'm a nurse, too. Like, I know you're a doctor and stuff, but, you know, like, isn't it not on no funny stuff, but take that time with y'all patients. I take it my time with other people, grandma, with other people, mamas, with people's children. Like, if I can do it, I got a lot of compassion and I'm very sensitive, then somebody's going to do it for my grandma. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just so thankful because in those moments, she really couldn't talk like that. She was only able to say a little bit of stuff. And... I'm just so thankful that I got that opportunity and that God allowed me to have that opportunity. And so I um went with her and we came home. And by the time I came back Thursday, she was by far different than she was on Monday. But I told her Monday before I left her house because the ambulance took her home and I stayed there Monday night with her. So my dad could get some sleep. I was like, my dad is really tired. And um, he was just kind of frustrated with the weight he was having to carry. And, you know, I had prayed to God on Monday, Sunday and Monday, that Monday morning before I went to school that God just made me more sensitive this week because the pastor was saying some of y'all need to be more sensitive. And I'm very sensitive. And nursing has taught me how to be so sensitive, yo. And now I just feel like sometimes I'm overly sensitive, but it's not. It's a blessing, yo. It's a blessing to just be able to be as understanding as I am, knowing how stubborn I've been before in my life. So, you know, I was just able to relieve my father of that briefly. Like, you know, like I knew how much I had been wanting to be there and been wanting to help out. And school has just kind of been preventing me from that. And my grandma, she understood that. And so that day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to spend the night, let my dad sleep. I'm going to take care of my grandma throughout the night. That way she could just rest and get that, get that sleep that she needs and get that relief that she needs. Y'all no cap. Everybody in that house slept like a baby that night. My grandma didn't wake up not one time yelling or nothing. She slept so good. My father slept so great. And Monday, I told her before, before I thought I was going to spend the night because originally I was going to go home. But then I was like, you know what? Um, let me just spend a night here and I can leave for school here in the morning. So 
I told my grandma, I was like, please just wait until this weekend. Like, please do not, like, please try to hang in there to this weekend, yo. Like, because I don't go to school on Fridays. And Thursdays is my longest day because I got clinicals. And I was telling her, I was like, please just try to wait until the weekend, yo, until so I can be here because I knew my kids was going with their dad. And I had nothing. I told everybody I was not going to be able to do nothing. Like, I was like, I'm on standby in case somebody, my dad needs to be relieved of anything or if he need assistance, he need help. And, you know, I was just available. Like, and I told her, please just wait for me this weekend. And no cap, like, when the nurse came Friday and I was just able to talk to the nurse and just tell her like, you know, she was like, yeah, you're the, you're the nurse. And you know, I was like, that just makes me so happy to know that my grandma really admired that about me because, you know, like last year I was just in a very bad mental place with nursing. And I'm just so thankful that my grandma valued that for me. And, um, so Friday we just really focused on her comfort measures, like just really making her comfortable. And, I came multiple days, multiple times throughout the day, like just making sure I was available when she got different doses of medicine, just to monitor her breathing and all of that stuff. And just being able to be there for her, you know, be there for my father, who it was difficult, my sisters and, you know, just having somebody who is knowledgeable in that area. So and, you know, that's my grandma, like, that's my girl. And to be able to just be that person for you, yo, that was just amazing. And this whole weekend, no cat, I laid on my grandma days, just cuddling her, kissing her, massaging her head, letting her know she's so beautiful. You are so loved because hearing is the last to go, yo. And I was like, my grandma might not be able to, like, respond and stuff, but she can hear exactly what we're saying. And so I just made sure I poured into her in her final days, yo. Sometimes when I would say certain stuff, she would smile, and I was just like, God is just so good at reminding us of little things, you know, and my girl, we just cuddled, and we just, I lay there, the kids were so happy to see her, Asher was like, is grandma getting medicine? I'm like, yeah, I came to give grandma medicine, and I would just sit there and, you know, talk to her and lay on her and, you know, pray for her, and, um, you know, on, so throughout the weekend, I was just like, please, like, please, like, I wasn't even telling her, like, to go ahead and just go, but just, I wasn't telling her that I just didn't want my grandma to be in pain, bro, and I was like, please, grandma, do not go on a day that I cannot be here, yo, because that is going to bother me so bad, and y'all, I told that nurse when she came on Friday, I said, my grandma's going to go on Sunday. She gonna go Sunday because my grandma know I gotta go back to school on Monday, yo. She knew it. And I don't care what nobody say. Me being a nurse just made my grandma feel like when she was sick, just made her feel secure that she had somebody who knew what to do. Like, or my father had somebody that he could call to get whatever it was that he needed, whether I had the answers or whether I didn't have the answers, he was able to call me and ask me, what should I do? And I'm just so thankful for that, y'all. And Sunday, when I my sister called me and was like, she's just not really like, you know, she's got this rattle and I'm like, I'm finna get some food and I'm coming over. And um, 
my y'all haven't really slept because y'all I am a full single time mom in school and your clinic was so rough Thursday and I was just so tired and you know my grandma was just on my mind and so I just got some food and I went over there and I was like my girl gonna go tonight it was Saturday it was Saturday night Sunday morning so Saturday that's what it was it was Saturday I had already been there after my son's game. I went over there and I talked to both my sisters for a bit and um Monty and Chanel and um that night it was that night. It was Saturday night. And I said, She's gone. Monty called me and told me she was like my brother called me with Monty and told me that she was not really like um what she you know had basically in the end transition, she was experiencing things in the in parts of transition. And so I was like, I'm about to grab some food and I'm on the way. So I was like, she's going to be gone Sunday. She's going to die on Sunday. And y'all know cap. I lay with my grandma. I was there with my father and my siblings for a long time. And we just talked and we shared great things about her. And that night I just laid in the bed with my grandma, literally from midnight to the time she passed away. I watched my grandma take her last breath. I did not fall asleep the entire time. I laid right there with her and held her hand, rubbed her head, told her just amazing things. And I saw my grandma take her last breath. And that was nothing but God, the peace I felt. I didn't even, I just let her lay there for a little bit. I didn't even wake my father because my father had just fell asleep. Monty had really just gotten good asleep. And... You know, my girl, you worked so hard. You fought so hard. And, you know, it was just like, take your rest. Like, you you deserve to just rest now. You did so well. You did so great. And I just let her lay there while I called the nurses before I even woke my dad up, you know, just to go ahead and start the process. And I had to wake my dad up and just tell him, you know, that she had already went. I had to wake my sister up and tell her that she went. And... Y'all, my grandma just did so amazing. Just being in that moment, being able to watch her as she transitioned, like literally watch her, like literally gave her her medicine, was literally like there with her the entire time. And it was just God's plan, y'all, because God knew how bad I had not even feel it's just how bad I knew I wanted to be there y'all and I had school and when I say God wanted me to get the principal he wanted me to know that life is going to happen and Samantha you're not always going to be able to be where it is you want to be when you want to be there because being in certain places will take me take you from where I'm trying to take you to go but Continue to be faithful and I will reward you in other ways. And y'all, he rewarded me this weekend because I stayed faithful, yo. And he rewarded me this weekend by allowing us to have that moment. We had that one-on-one -on -one time and we just had that bonding, y'all. And I was able to help give her a bath this morning and send her off, yo. And it just was just amazing feeling. And um, I miss my girl so much already and it's not even really been a full 24 hours yet and I just really really miss her and I'm going to continue to miss her but I now know that 
she is in heaven and for real my girl is going to show up and show out for me she's gonna send me signs she's gonna send me she's going to come and she's going to be there for me in other ways rooting me on and i know she is because she told me that the, the the stuff we talked about when i found my purpose was just god's plan and i'm just so thankful that god allowed me to be in that moment with her and um i'm just so thankful y'all and grieving is just a process and I am not heartbroken. I'm not broken. I am not even heartbroken because my heart is not shattered. My heart is whole because my grandma did so good, yo. She did so good. And um, my heart is not broken. I'm just sad because I know that door is not going to have the same person behind it when I open it. I know I just left from over there. And um. I wanted to tell her so bad, girl, I'm over here in your refrigerator eating up all your food. <laughs> and um, and I'm just so thankful, y'all. I'm just sad because it's a part of grieving. It's okay to process your feelings. Just don't get in your feelings. Getting in your feelings will cause distractions and cause you to deter, you know, and to detour from where God is trying to take me. And God is using what I thought was one of my weaknesses, isolation, as a strength, yo. And I'm so thankful for my Aretha Maybell. She called us her booty boo. She called all her grandkids booty boo. All of us. And she loved her grandkids, yo. All of her grandchildren. All of her grandkids, yo. Them great grandkids. Now, them things gonna slide over on anything. You know, Aiden, Mason, Mattis, Asher, Tavion, Marquise, Rory, Dagon, um, Aubrey, and Vay. Man, all them. They get a slap on the wrist, bro. We got a slap on the wrist, too. But they really, really got a slap on the wrist. But, man, God is love. And I love my grandma, bro. I love my grandma so much. And I know she loved me. And I'm so happy because I know I gave her flowers. I know we had our time. I know she got to taste my good food. She got to hear my plans. And literally, like, for real, my... It just allowed us to be able to connect because I was able to give her something for my purpose before she left. And I can't wait to talk about it when I graduate. And um, God is done with me in that area and in that season. So I'm just so happy, so thankful that we got that bond, that we were best friends, that we laughed, that we talked, that we cussed together, that we prayed together, that we just did all that. I love my grandma, girl, and girl, you are going to be so missed. You are so missed. You are so loved. And you are so beautiful. And my girl, just take your rest. Like, you deserve it. You gained your wings, and you did so amazing. So, Aretha Maybell, my girl, I love you so much. You are you are love, and you are, you are to be loved. And God, thank you for 28 years of that. Thank you for... 50 years for my father. You know, I'm just so thankful. And I'm just so, so happy to be in the place that I am in mentally because God is real. And I know that I will see my grandma again one day. And I know that, I know God going to have us in the same house. I know he is. So, you know, I'm just so thankful she gets to go and see her sisters, her mom and her dad, because that's all she was talking about in her final days. She was calling out for them. And so, God, I'm just so thankful, y'all. God is love. And if you are experiencing loss right now and you are not in this moment, I pray for you. I really do. And I pray for you Are you if you are in this moment because grief just hits different 
grief just takes places take people places that they probably never even imagined and i'm just so thankful for the for the place that grief has taken me it is has it's going to allow me to excel it's going to allow me to just be more more and more and more and allow my cup to overflow I was able to do what I wanted to do as far as give my grandmother that love and God. I might not have been able to do it the whole time, but we ain't always every piece of the puzzle. You might not start in the beginning. You might not be able to be the middle part. You might be the end part. You might start in the beginning and not be the part of the result. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just so thankful that I know I prayed for those moments for my grandma and that God rewarded me by being faithful for being faithful with this weekend and our experience and our love and our cuddles and my reassurance that girl you you've done so great so Rita, we love you girl and i love you so much i'm gonna miss you so much and y'all that's my girl forever city girls for life period so y'all until next time this is your girl samantha and this is my podcast naturalized